Daniel, does that mean we've got everything in our system before we press record? I, I think, well, everything can save until after we record cool. at this point. Well, I press record anyway. Yeah. So anyway, let's go for it. Hello, 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 and welcome to Bitches With Beards. And on this week's episode, I ask a question that haunts God themselves. Why do straight women at brunch act like they've just been let out of captivity? And I'm going to tell you this right now. Do you know who runs the world, Max? Squirrels. Who runs the world? Squirrels. Squirrels. Who runs the world? Squirrels. Squirrels. Who's got nuts in their mouth? We do. Oh, oh. Not where I thought we were going with that one. (laughs) (laughs) We're the podcast that attempts to break down culture of all the elegance of two coastal squirrels. But in truth, we're just a couple of bitches with beards. I'm Max. And I'm Daniel. And we both have opinions. So let's get this party started. That opening was nuts. I was going to go with Raf. Uh, you're keeping the pun going, apparently. So there we are. I love a good pun. Yes, you do. You're a very punny man, my, my dear friend. Daniel, I have to ask you. Yes. Is there anything worse that you dread more than in the universe? Then when a friend that posts already way too much on social media announces they got a positive COVID test. No, because I know that's not me because I don't post anything on social media. And you see <laughs> them double lines and you're like, well, there goes my stream. I'm going to mute you for five days. Because they're going to milk it. Milk it, they will. And they did, apparently. Um, I Not don't... too much. I, I, I muted very quickly. <laughs> I don't say, I don't think that this is in our immediate friend group, so this no. is a you personal friend. Yeah, oh. no, I had oh. one of those. I was like, oh. And I hope they feel better. Yes, we do hope they feel better and hope that they were using their powers for good and not evil. So is that a bit middle line in First Wives Club or is it that we wish them the best or something? Oh, I was thinking of Chris and Chenoweth. Yes. (laughs) But no. uh, How was your week? You know, it was a much bigger success ever than last week. I hosted a workshop this week and guess what? It was essentially catered. Everyone was good. Everything was productive. There were breaks. Let's go to catered. What did you cater? Oh, well, I purchased it from Whole Foods and brought it in, essentially. Oh, that's fine, that's fine, fine. But what was it, like sandwiches? Uh, So, essentially, it was a lot of little snacky snacks that we had. So, we ended up having, like, some crunchies and some savories. And we had a few little sweets. And we had, like, a variety of coffees and teas there. It was very nice, actually. So, have you ever got Brits in? Uh Uh-huh. Which I know, like, on those, like, cross things. Uh Uh-huh. I would say go down to Giant, uh-huh. buy a pack of hobnobs in a, in, a, in the English section. Uh huh. They they've got you for the you've got them for the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's I like feed the birds. I you know consider it, but the satsumas went over like a success. Like everyone loves a good satsuma. Yeah, but the room. I, I, I always my, I love a satsuma, but there's nothing like being on a London train uh-huh. and then around Christmas time when the satsumas come out and you're like, someone's got a satsuma on here because <laughs> them things. I love them, but boy, do they... Do you know what my trick is with them, though? No. I put them in the refrigerator for two hours beforehand, and they're nice and chilled whenever you bite into them. Do you know why I like a Satsuma? Why do you like Because you only get that little bit of white in a thing. Oh, yeah. I peel that, and slowly, uh-huh. right? So I peel it, and I do that, and I, I essentially play with my food. No! But, you have a food sensation. But, but what that does is it slows me down eating it, and it hmm. becomes like an hour-long experience. Why is there never Satsuma juice, though? I don't know. It's weird, though, because they're so popular, but no one's ever done anything. They do navel orange juice, they do grapefruits, but no Satsuma juice. I don't know. I love a Satsuma. Well done on your workshop, because I know you were a bit stressed. It was initially down as a Max Heavy week, and it is all our listeners going, isn't it always? Oh! The only thing heavy about Max is... His His flow. Yeah. I was going to say his flow. I'm I'm bleeding right now. There's bears at the door. Woof. No, but you you did. Because you were a bit, you were, we were, we do kind of go through our schedules and you said, no, can you maybe take the lead on this one? And I said, do you still need me to? And you're like, no, actually it's going very well. Actually, I was really pleased to hear actually. Well, I mean, the thing is the week before it was a gnashing of teeth in a workshop and I was like, well, in case this is a repeat, like I'm going to need like 
mentally, I'm not gonna be in the headspace to like do that two weeks in a row. Yeah. But it was a success. Like we got it. We got to where we need to get with the project. So there we go. That's nice to hear. Yeah. And I've also had a bit of travel envy. Travel envy. Go ahead. So the priest is over in. England right now, and he's been hobnobbing through London, and he's Cambridge right now. But has he had a hobnob? It's a biscuit. I don't know if he's had a hobnob. I love a hobnob. I know he went to the Duke of Wellington, so there we go. Duke of Wellington is a uh, end of Old Compton Street, lovely gay pub, a uh, bear pub. It's a proper pub, mm-hmm. unlike a certain pub in uh, DC. Um, just the one pub. Just <laughs> the one, the one pub. But no, it's a really nice pub. Uh, mm-hmm. Had some lovely times there. So now I'm glad he went there. Well, he was like sharing photos of like St. Paul's. I'm like, I miss being at St. Paul's. Like, it, it was very much one of those. And he's like, mm. and what I love about St. Paul's is you've got the Millennium Bridge going over to it. So you get these fantastic views of it. Right. They've really opened up the photography. Because it goes to the Tate, isn't it? Tate, yes. St. Paul's. Tate Modern's on the other side. Yeah. It's like a lovely day, actually. Yeah. And there's some nice restaurants in that area. Yes. I do think Jamie Oliver has a. He used to have a restaurant in there. I know he closed a lot of his restaurants down, but he had a barbecue place around there. Oh, I didn't yeah. realize that. I thought he had like a different restaurant in that area he, yeah he's Jamie Oliver oh, yeah, yeah. yeah who knows yeah. anyway so a little bit of travel in me and I feel like I might have to go back there I was like mm, Japan and I'm like no we might be going back to England I don't know I don't know well Just the travel bits it's possible why not should we have gone we've had a quite a week yeah. well we're you not have. sure when we're going back because I want to go back next year but I don't it depends on obviously like we've got to right. look at other adventures that we've got planned but maybe, you know, no. we can see if we want to cross over at least for a couple of days. Yes. You can see Max's London. And I know you're dying to see my parents' house. Intrigued, but yes, yeah. I, I want to see it. I want to see where little Max grew up. That's why I'm so, so slim and skinny because, <laughs> you know, you, you hold a goldfish in a tank. It doesn't grow that big. Uh, it's very true. It's very true. And that's why sometimes the fish has to break out of the pond. Mm-hmm. Just now I'm a cop. <laughs> really, yeah. I thought you were more of a sturgeon. <laughs> Scottish. <laughs> oh, shots fired on that one. Sorry. Like shooting fish in a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, this is descended very quickly. I call time at eight minutes. <laughs> time of death for podcast. Yeah, eight minutes yeah. in. There we go. Can't be revived. Siphon, so mm. has it been all good? Yeah, I mean, it's been a very decent week. Um, I can't get into the book that I started reading, so it's it's wonderful. You can't get into it. I can't get into it. It's the most boring thing I ever thought I was going to have to read. I haven't started yet on mine, because we're traveling next week. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to do September now, to be honest, sweetheart. I'm just done. Yeah, I think I might actually read Secret Cities at this point, because I'm like, this book is literally so boring that I started that I'm like, I can't do it. See, I think you've got the historical knowledge for Secret Cities, yeah. to actually do it bit by bit and put it away and come back and put it away. Mm. And I think I can see you do it chunk by chunk, but yeah. I'm so pleased I just did it, because otherwise I think I put it away and that'll be it. Mm, fair enough, fair enough. Well, I started last Saturday mm-hmm. with the Immortal Race Against Time. It was, it was a big race, dear. Well, the race also was that I forgot to to prepare the coffee, the hubs is <laughs> away, and I have to ask you again this question, is have you ever had it where you're trying to prepare your hot drink in the morning while your bowel movement is about to happen and you're like fuck if I get this coffee going I can go do my business come back and have a coffee and you're literally kind of like ah so typically what I do is I do the dance of like oh my gosh tea please hurry up and bowl yeah that's what I was doing please hurry up and bowl and then you know I wait for the tea and then I'm like it can steep and then I run to the bathroom that's exactly what I was going through so I did I succeeded yeah Yeah, good good fantastic I get it done but no that was that was how I started (laughs) my, my, my weekend um it was it was good. It was we we me and you had a, a rather lovely Saturday. Mm-hmm. I go into some of my nineties ish stuff, but we mm-hmm. yeah, and also I actually can't really say much because it goes into what we went into. But we right, did, right, right. and you came over. We, you helped me with some baking. You were my. It was fun helping with baking because I was doing a new recipe, which we'll explain in a second or later on. But yes. I needed not help so much with it. You needed company. Company, but also someone to break down the recipe because it was a new one and you were very much like, this is what you do next because I get very over, over Yeah, I'm like, breathe, next step. But this week, 
I did have my mother-in-law visit and apparently she just listened to the podcast. I think you listened to it, mum. You said you do, but nothing makes sense, but I'm also not quite sure if you've listened to it or just read the Facebook. But prove me wrong, mum. Prove me wrong. Hi, Miss Ellie. <laughs> Hi, Miss Ellie. No, so my mother-in-law, mum stayed with us and I had a really nice time. I, I spent three days at a kitchen table working. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is two things that came out for that week were, one that she went to me you never call me and I went why do you text she goes you never call me Max (laughs) or she calls me Max of mine she goes Max of mine you never call me I said well I only ever call my parents once every two months she goes well I guess I should look forward to a um, a call from you once every two months then I'm like well you called my fucking shit on that one didn't you Um, but also but I would say phones work both ways phones work both ways no I feel the the the, the 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 child-in-law it is my obligation to call my mother-in-law mm, fair. but i it was her but it'd been her birthday a couple of months back and yes. i cooked some stuff which again will go into in my food of the weeks yes but no so did, I, cooked my, I did cook my mother-in-law her birthday meal That's and we wrapped good. her presents from england which she loved and she we were war mm-hmm. but also she gifted me and so I don't go too much into what my husband's, but he doesn't. He's obviously a raging Democrat, and his brothers Rage. are not raging Democrats. And the old, they're a lot older than him, and may or may not have had a Star Wars action figure collection. And one of them is a, and I don't go into too many details, but a Republican gynecologist. So we can imagine what his views are like. And to be ha. Ha. <laughs> ha. and so my mother-in-law goes I've got something for you and it's his Star Wars action figure collection including the most pristine Boba Fett I've ever seen from 1980 uh, the Obi-Wan was missing his lightsaber and the, heaven like, forbid he's missing a lightsaber yes I'm surprised because that's actually a built-in lightsaber but that's I've got that we, we're good it's but, neither here nor there I went through it all, had a little bit of a play with them, but no, that is the biggest fuck you ever in that I have that dickhead's action figure collection now. And and someone is happy, very happy. Happy. About it. Yeah, and also there were some weapons in there as well, which usually get lost. Oh, for the action figures. Sorry. The action figures, yeah. Sorry, I was like, oh no. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> shit, sorry, Republican, yeah. But no. Uh, yeah, but, I was like, okay. Was it Mother Pearl like handle on it? Like, well, what's going on? Well, we, I I would find a way to do something of that, but no, it was nice. And I but no, I was playing these and I was doing all the all the all the stuff and going through them all. And my mother in law was like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about, but I love you anyway, Max of mine. And I'm like, thank Aww. you. Jum, jum, jum. And he sat there for three hours playing with the figures. It was the value. It's true. I it actually, was value of the dollar. I actually, I actually buzzed British Alex and went. I'm playing action figures. <laughs> Do you want to come over? He goes. I'm so tempted right now. Oh, I thought you. I thought you were supposed to have a play date with Alex with the dolls. We'll sit there. I've had to work out though. He's going to be the goody or the baddie, and we have to flip it because we've got a lot of bounty hunters now. Oh, I'd always be Darth Vader. Sorry, Darth I'm, Vader. I, I'm a baddie all the way. So Darth Vader and R2D2 and Princess Leia are apparently falling into the back of a closet. Oh, oh, I do know that story. Yeah. 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 Now it's time for Ina's Garden. Yes, and we're not going to have a repeat of what we did a few weeks ago. So we are drinking a lovely Josh Savonet Blanc from California. It's going to be very fruit forward. It's going to be a little bit meaty, like a cantaloupe. So I will take a sip from yours because I've got a full glass. Is that okay? My herpes is in remission. Oh, that's good. Thank you. Thank you. My HPB is fucking proven. Oh, if only, well, I mean, I guess it's still an issue. There we go. That's nice. It's very light. Yes. I also made it into a spritz with the topo, so it yeah. should be very light. <laughs> Can I ask about Josh? Yes. So Josh is a brand that I feel has got kind of lumped into the Cheap and Cheerfuls. Uh, I would say it's the higher end of Cheap and Cheerfuls, but yeah, yeah. So what? So what is Josh to you? Josh is a good table wine, as in this is the second bottle that I get out at a dinner party would be a Josh. Yes. 
but it's a higher end one. It's not it's not our three wishes from Whole Foods. This is this is a little bit higher end, but it, it's still you know three like, wishes is after you've left the table, right? No, but Josh is very much like it keeps the buzz going and it's got good flavor, good taste. Like you're not gonna go wrong with this. I would never start a meal with it, but I would definitely have it as bottle number two. Well, that's a lovely life hack, Daniel. Yeah, and I have a, a lovely lovely life hack. Okay, which. I shared with you um, on su- on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, while we're in Ina's garden, and I feel Ina would be very proud of this one, actually, of her Jeffrey. Yes. If you're hanging out with your bestie and you only have two bottles of wine left, <laughs> and that may seem like a lot for certain people, but for us, it's like mother's milk. Yep. <laughs> and your husband buzzes you and goes, boy, this has been a journey. He didn't say boy. He said something a lot worse. But if he says Much boy, this profane. is profane being a journey, I could do with a, a glass of wine when I get in. And you're like, well, if the bestie and I keep drinking, there'll be no wine left. I highly suggest having a mason jar and lid ready, <laughs> pouring your husband a glass of wine and putting it in the fridge. And then you two can go batshit crazy on the rest of the wine. I know it's only two bottles and you can't be going crazy on that. <laughs> Knowing fully well that the sealed bottle, the sealed jar in the fridge is safe for your husband and here's the thing that I learned you've been doing this since the time that I've known you yeah. and I had no clue <laughs> I just put I just made some jars of wine in the fridge and go right we can drink all this now the husband's exalted I had no clue and I was just like what are you doing he's like I'm doing the hub's wine and I'm like what do you mean the hub's wine <laughs> I, I had an eye opening experience apparently you know you got me it's pure fucking genius I was pure it? genius and whenever I am in a long 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 term committed relationship we will be doing that as well what's it in Birdcage I forgot what's the um, what's it, uh, the, it's my quick, it's, it's, it's my version of a peering tablet <laughs> <laughs> It's just white wine if the ANES scratch over. It's Beren. 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 What are you giving her? Now we've got the Hubs wine stored away. We haven't really. He's gone for two days. I was going to say, he's not here. There's no wine being stored. We are now ready for the news of the week. We are. I don't feel so much we need wine. No, this one. no. I want to go first with the nastiest story of the week. Okay. So I'll just say, listeners, get ready for some gay, gay adjacent and some campy stories. Campy stories. This is actually gay adjacent, which makes it sadder. It makes it a lot sadder. I, I want to... I, I read the sheet. I read the yeah, sheet. <laughs> I want to raise a, a glass to Laura Ann Carton, a California business owner who was shot dead in her business after an argument about flying a rainbow flag. It's just appalling. It's atrocious. And her daughter, she wasn't part of the LGBT community, but she was a true ally. And the flag that she was flying that got her shot, she didn't even consider worthy enough to be flown and was actually in the process of ordering a new one. Mm. So I just, it's disgusting what happened. Someone literally got in an argument with her, said you shouldn't be flying. A flag came in and shot her dead. Absolutely fucking disgusting. Not acceptable. This woman just wanted to fly a fucking flag in her in her business. If you don't like it, don't go to that business. Yeah. She was the mother of nine. 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 And she just wanted to fly a rainbow flag. Yeah. And I thought it was just, it was just so it was just so unnecessarily sad. Yeah. So anyway, we raise a glass. Cheers. Cheers. So with that out of the way, do you want to go first or second? Oh, I can go first. Go you... first, come. All right. So, for one person in this room, a.k.a. you, <laughs> just so you know. A.k. Mm. A.k. you. And just like that was renewed for season number three. I'm, I'm shocked and shook if... We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. We'll talk about that in a second. By the way, I have not seen the final two episodes. Well, this is going to get really interesting then, so I'm going to have to skirt around a couple of things. Literally, listeners, as I don't do anything that I've gotten read right now. Yeah, because I wasn't on watch Sex and City with my mother in on a room. Fair enough. So I'm just going to say this, that Michael Patrick King said that he was thrilled to spend more time with these individuals. There has been no word about the number of episodes or when it will be released or filmed, obviously, because there are strikes going on. Yes. Um, so I am going to pivot really quickly now and ask you, dear Max, 
what storylines would you like to see in season three of <laughs> the show? Because I will read the synopsis, but I do not watch. So yeah, go no, for it. So obviously, I, it was funny this week that I heard a lot of people complaining about the Kim Cattrall cameo being underwhelming. I'm like, it was a cameo filmed in a right. like. So it sounds like. It did exactly what you said on the tin. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I've seen, I, I have seen the cameo and I'm like, it delivered everything that we expected it, it to deliver. Uh, I, I would like to see, personally, I've adored Charlotte and Harry's relationship mm-hmm. and I do like the fact that they are just, they just have a, a child that is gender non-conforming. Uh-huh. I'm not sure kind of where the Hayden storyline's going yet. Obviously, I haven't seen the final two episodes. Uh, Hayden is uh, for um, who, who played by. It's Aiden. Aiden, Aiden. Sorry, you sorry, know, Aiden. Yeah, there's too many sorry. ages, but <laughs> Aiden. But yeah, the Aiden storyline. So I'm not sure where that's all going, but I think it's got one more season. Mm. I don't think it's really meant to go on like it is. Yeah, yeah. But it is also. I, I just love a bit of indulgence. I'm sorry. I just you know I just we all like our piece of cake. Yeah, we like a bit of cake. Is it? Bit, really? You know, no. I think I I feel that there's been a couple of interesting storylines. It's not quite Sex and the City. I was gonna say I think that's probably the reason why I haven't watched it. Is like it doesn't feel like it's living up to Sex and the City. But it also. It, but I was in a different place when I was watching Sex yeah, and the City. Yeah, and I like that. I mean, that's the thing. And I think sometimes it's good to kind of go back. I I'm a huge. I sorry, this is your new section. I'm mm. going into mine bit. No, I I I have topics. Yeah. Okay. So so. Every so often, I like to re. I as as gay people, we were in very vulnerable positions as as mm-hmm. as adolescents, right? And I like to not say relive, but I like to touch base with where I was when I was being very vulnerable in yes. an adult position. One of them, as a joke, is eating fried chicken watching Star Wars Episode One because I was a kid eating the KFC to get the free toys. Oh, got it, got it. Yeah. So I was going to be like, I don't know where we're going with this. And, and actually, I was even though I was very happy. I was also very confused and. Yeah. being now married with an amazing husband and amazing I had amazing friends back then I should say that yeah. in case everyone listens but and if Sex and the City like, I would like to rewatch it because I, I also was like you know this is me as a gay kid enjoying it but also there's a lot of those things with like my version of porn you know let's face it you could get to see some man man ass um, yeah yes Praise me. No, but no, I, I like it. You know, at the end of the day, it's wish fit. Everyone just wants to go and have these brunches and Well, be, we all love a, a bit of nostalgia. Like, we, we do. And I think that it was good that it came back. Again, the dynamic is off. I'm, I'm going to be very personal. Like, the fact that, you know, Samantha's not in it, I think is probably part of the reason why I was they've just They've got like, it a bit nah. with Seema. Has, they've, they've found that character... It is different, and I. But it's not Kim Cattrall. Like that. That's my point. It's like. It, have you watched Glamorous? No, I have not watched you, Glamorous. Give that a go. Okay. I mean, you said it was like ugly Betty. Yeah, but it's I don't remember you said it on the. The thing is, it's the hot guy, the 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 one that the from um, uh, Fire Islands. You know the one that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's got big, not not fat, but just like even buffed up. Even Hubs and I like going. He buffed. He's very big, 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 big now. Oh. Like you're like oh wow, oh. but anyway, all right, that's it. So next story, next story, me, yeah, you next story, then I'll wrap us up. Oh, I've got a wrap up, wrap up. It's a really cute, 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 cute one. Oh, do you want me to do two? I'll do two. I'll do two. I'll okay, do two. you do two, and then I'll, I'll wrap us up. Okay, the gorgeous Abby Jacobson who oh yes. um wrote Broad City and recently wrote A League of Their Own. Broad City. Has Mm. called out uh, Amazon for their shit and said, You've cancelled the already uh, redacted, um, truncated truncated season uh, of League of Their Own season two uh, because of strikes. And she said, That's bullshit. You don't want queer, you just don't want queer content. I would agree because weren't they signed up for five episodes for season two or four? Four. Four. And they've just cancelled that now. Which there is so much storyline that needs to be told. I, I, because I'm very much on a league of their own. Like. They could easily wrap it up in a season two if they wanted to. Yes, they could. It's a full ten episodes. Yeah. My final little bit, and this is complete vapid fluff. 
Oh no, not complete vapid fuff. Jamie Curtis was having a week, so Ariana Grande decided to send her some of her makeup line. <laughs> and Sorry. If you don't, I don't know why that gets me. And Jamie Lee Curtis just put on Instagram and goes, thank you, I just needed that. I needed a little bit of a pampering. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know why it's important to me and also important to Daniel that Jamie Lee Curtis was being offered self-care by Ariana Grande... <laughs> You really don't get the point of this podcast. <laughs> because I just saw this and I was like, I cannot believe. But I also love the fact I'm witnessing Jamie Lee Curtis going, thanks to my best friend Ariana Grande for sending me some of my, her makeup line to help me just feel a bit better about myself. And I'm like, this is why we have a fucking podcast. Yep. And it was lovely. And them too, they're not even in, in like the same industry the circles could not be further apart. Further apart. <laughs> and she sent a, a box of it. And I just, I was like, that's so cute. So I'm going to be very cynical, but towards the end of the podcast. So hold a thought on this. I'll hold it. Hold a thought on this. And there we go. Yeah. And now you. Oh, now me. So one Mr. Tom Ford purchased. Wait, wait. Uh, I'm just thinking about what Tom Ford looks like. And I'm done. That's all you need to know. Tom Ford is my wet dream. Oh, my God. The living embodiment of it. Looks. Success. There we go. Anyways, Tom Ford bought Lestata, which was the childhood estate of Jackie O on uh, in the Hamptons that she used to be in. His hot fact just went up. Yeah. For $52 million. Oh, God. Is he on a budget? Well, his budget is the fact that he sold his company, Tom Ford, to S.A. Lauder for $2.5 billion, so he can, he can afford that last year. Did you not know that? Did you not know that? No, I'm just... That level of money. Yes, but my point is the fact that apparently he is the only gay that's purchasing houses right now, because here in D.C., it's almost impossible for anyone to afford anything in the housing market. I mean, we have a lot of stuff going on the first time buyer shit, but... Yeah. $52 million for an estate in the Hamptons. At least it was an estate in the Hamptons. But still, like, don't get me wrong, it's Okay, nice. but, 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 yes. How close is it to the Grey Gardens? I, honestly, I didn't research that. I'm going to be very honest with you. I don't know because I think this was her stepfather's estate, actually. So I don't know that it is... Close to Little Edie and Big Edie. That scandal darling, really. I... Just that level of money. $52 million for one house. And he has, guess what? Five houses. He has one in Miami. He has one in London. He has one in uh, New York. One in Los Angeles. And one somewhere else now. In addition to this one. I mean, that, that guy, though, worked up. He absolutely worked. He worked up because he start. Who did he start with? I don't remember, but he was eventually the head of Gucci before he launched Tom Ford. So that was it. Yeah, Gucci. He went into. Oh, was a product. Yeah, he worked up through one of them. Listeners, I'm sorry, it's one of those, and I should be. But he worked his way up into it. He he didn't start his own company. No, he launched off of that. The other only. I mean, I I I love I love all fashion designers quite frankly because a lot of them are even Stella McCartney who I know is a nepo baby. But you know, let's face it. But she does good work. She would not still be around if she wasn't. Where she, she is. Yeah, Victoria Beckham. Another one. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if probably work for her. Can't log ahead. Who I adore yes. is Christian Suriano. Yes. Purely because I see actresses who are not conventional mm-hmm. always going, I just felt so special. I had a fitting in Christian Suriano. I feel so special now. Nicole Byer. Nicole Byer's Her one. iconic purple gown. I'm sorry, it was Christian Suriano. And, um... I think he is now her go-to designer. Yeah, and it was, uh, Thingy from, who was on SNL. Uh, it was in Ghostbusters. Oh, Leslie Jordan. Leslie Jordan. She had a hard time getting dressed and he was straight away in. And that was because of Thingy from uh, Greek Wedding was like, no, he if you, yeah. you go to him, he'll always fit you. He fits... Women who are women, and oh. I love him. But no, Tom Ford, um, adore, and mm-hmm. I'm. Wait, I think he's actually in the, in the process of actually directing his second film. Yay! Because his first one was so good. Single Man is amazing. Watch it. it. It's one of my favorite, literally one of my favorite films. Every morning, times. I wake up, I look in the mirror, and say, "I am me." Yes. 
very good. It's a very good film. Also, Christian Siriano, like, did you watch that season of, like... I've never seen it. I remember watching that, like, with the Rishi Species dress. Like, oh my god, that was iconic. Look at that one. Yeah, look into it, too. Okay, God, we have a, oh God, this culture, culture, culture this week. Just, just culture is overrunneth. We, we, we flow. Heavy, like your period. <laughs> so, Daniel, what has been gay culture for you this week? Oh, gay culture for me this week. So, I, I have been experimental with my drinks this week. So, I took... <laughs> Pim's number one. You drunk two, not three. <laughs> no, not that. Um, so I, so our listeners, I already make a Pim's cup not like Max would like it because I use French lemonade and I don't use Seven Up. But one did not have French lim- lemonade. Ma'am, what did you suggest that I would use fucking Seven Up? That's what Alex would use. We are desperate times and desperate measures. We just use a standard lemonade, which is a fizzy thing. Okay, but Alex would use 7-Up. Like, I remember the lesson that I got taught at Christmas about how I had to be 7-Up. I think the 7-Ups are what we've reduced ourselves to over here. Okay, okay. But use a French lemonade. I do think you do. And Daniel, you've never disappointed me of a cocktail. Which is normally sparkling, but I didn't have that. Oh. So one had to squeeze their own lemons. And then I put in a Lille Blanc and a little Topo into it and a little Pims. And it was right delicious. It could work. It could work in a pinch. Look, I would serve it at a picnic. There we go. I love a Pims. I, I love Pims too. I mean, it was like 95 degrees this week, so like, you needed a Pims. Did I ever tell you about the time that uh, our friend, he, I call him Sammy American Eagle. I think uh, I mentioned yeah, it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he comes back from the bar. We met him in, in London. Uh-huh. Oh no, we were over here. And he goes, oh, they do Pims here. Oh, I love a Pims. And he comes back with three shots of Pims. No. Yeah. No. No, I want a proper Pim's cup. And, you know, oh, no, no. I, I love the fact you say you want a proper Pim's cup. I'm like, as if that's even an option. I'm like, no. Sh- I was like, you don't shoot Pim's. He goes, why? I said, no, you don't shoot Pim's. I'm pretty sure my dad bought a ticket, flew to America, showed him how to make it, came back again without even being told to come over. Uh, fair. You do not shoot Pim's. Anyways, uh, my food of the week has been a salad with a wedge of meat of some sort on top of it, consistently like salmon, and today it was steak, because I was a lady that lunched, and I had it with steak. No, I feel that that's actually nice. I like that. I, w- I was very SJP this week. I was just like, I want salmon with, you know, on top of greens. like, And I had it like three times this week, and it was delicious. But if you do, a, especially a colourful salad, yes. actually you don't, and you go into it not having fries and I did not have fries like it was literally like here's the salad and here's the wedge your salad for brunch on Sunday looked very nice actually well it sort of started it and I like had it three times this week after that mm. like it was wonderful nice. uh, my music for the week Cruel Summer by Na- Banana Rama because it has been so hot I saw them live once oh I'm sure you have um, also it's hot by T-Bird and the Breaks because it's too hot it is being hot my musical was Thoroughly Modern Millie with Sutton Foster all the way through because I realized I have not listened to it all the way through. Good for you. There we go. And so I had an exhibit this week, and we're going to talk about this for a little bit. It is the new one on the National Mall. It's called Beyond Granite. It is essentially public art looking at what monuments could be in the 21st century. I'm going to be a bit of a snob and say that four of them succeeded as public art. Two of them did not. And only one and a half of them broached monumentality. So there you go. Listeners, if you're in D.C., go out and walk through it because it ends on September 18th. I've seen one of them. You know which one I've seen. Yes. I know which one you've seen. And that's good public art. It's very fragile, though. It's not a monument. Yeah, I imagine it's almost survived a lot today. Yeah, I'm like a rainstorm, and that one's done. Yeah, I think, like that, I think that, it's that's done. the problem. I'm like, it's probably done right now because we we're about to have another rainstorm. I'm like, mm, it was nice seeing it, but two of them, I was just like, this is not even public art. This is, I don't know. It looked nice. Yes, I posted the nice stuff. The two that did not make it, I did not post. I saw you went about. I was like, oh, he's having a bit of a wonder. Yeah, it was a nice little early Saturday before we like did. Our stuff in the evening. Yes. Yes. So anyways, how about you? What was your culture for uh, My food was my mother-in-law was here, so I made uh, chicken French. 
And it was delicious. So that's uh, like an egg flour. There's no breading. It's just, it's a coating. Yes. That um, did that with a chicken, um, and I did it with a lemon and stock sauce. I made with the help of Daniel my first ever ice cream cake. <laughs> oh, and let me tell you, that was an experience because Max learned that most Americans will buy an ice cream cake, they don't make it, or they will make ice cream pie instead. <coughs> it. Like, I cannot wait to make my own ice cream for the middle of it. Uh-huh. The batter for the chocolate was divine. It's I, delicious. Yeah. So, no, it came out really well. I'm trying that that solidified um, frosting, which is it going to be a work in progress. I think it worked. I think it worked. Don't knock yourself on that one. It worked. My music for the week starts with Stars Are Blind uh, by Paris Hilton. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, but it's the greatest song of the early, tw- early 2000s. Define the early 2000s. Like. Uh, two, about 2004, 2005 it came out. Okay. It's, a, it's an amazing song. I, actually, it's a really good song. I'm not I, saying it's not. I don't know how she landed it and how much autotune they did, but it was really good. Because she's Nepo Baby. That's how she landed it. My, Sorry. <laughs> my, second, my second song really is um, the Let It Be by uh, Dolly mm. uh, with Ringo and Paul. Oh. Yeah. It's a bit like the. Do you remember years back, uh, Mary J. Blige did um, the U2 song with U2? Yes. Um, we'll play it after this. It's really lovely. Okay. And um, and actually, when you go onto uh, YouTube, Paul McCartney's the first person that's. They've, they've made this comment the first go, and it was a pleasure to work with you. Oh. Yeah. It's really lovely. I love that. I'm also going to call out Guadalupe for the Let's Dance, Dance oh. Tonight. Oh, you're so one of my former cultures. We get it. Mm, but I'm just saying it's like it's growing now I it's think, catchy I think also because there's been so much um, especially on Instagram of people talking about mm-hmm. Barbie it, it's becoming slowly the song of the summer you, not song of the summer but the song of the say, end of summer sorry is it is it taking a Badum Badum no I think Badum Badum really has actually solidified but I do think at the moment is that it's it's got there I think there's mm. two cultural songs okay television um, Star Wars Ahsoka quite frankly I would never have guessed that with you I will kind of say though I love it but I really would like it to be less of a Rebels sequel series uh, but is it behaving like that it's very entertaining though hmm. but okay. I do feel I've had to explain a lot I'm going to give a special shout out to Miranda I showed you Mr. Daniel last yes. week at the dinner party from season 3 episode 4 one of the best episodes ever written. I laughed my ass off. Yeah, I never, I didn't know you hadn't seen it, but we'll give it that. Uh, films, Jesus Christ. I had a 90s fest last Saturday. I did Mystery Men, uh, which I adore. Jennifer Lewis plays um, William H. Macy's wife in it, which I knew he had a, a, a woman of colour as his wife. I was like, that's Jennifer Lewis. Um, I didn't realise that. The Faculty, if you want to see Josh Hartnett, pre-prime because right now he's at his prime oh Josh Hartnett I you know here's the thing I love Josh Hartnett then like him and Pearl Harbor like oh my god never seen it was never allowed to watch it because they spell Harbor wrong um election <laughs> young <I'm> Reese, sorry <laughs> one, young Reese with a spoon amazing but I'm a cheerleader oh my god if you want queer fantastic and a disappearance arse I had literally forgotten how much 90s you watched last week you, then you watched it finishing all. off with all attraction that was early 2000s but most of the people in it were early 90s 90. yeah my god on Sunday Monday night we went out and watched 80 for Brady oh how was that uh, oh. it's very cute mm-hmm. and it was lovely my mother and I was here so we watched a film with Lee Tomlin Jane Fonda absolutely beautiful and finally last night I watched Annie Hall for the first time I know punch me in the face I don't care I love Diane Keating sports Gosh and I Gosh and I Gosh and I um, so I did the World Cup uh, last Saturday I was in a pub with my amazing mates Alex and Sarah drinking at 6am that's a sign of devotation or an alcoholism I've been, ca- I've been recovering from that all week in terms of the sleep but no our mm. ladies did not win uh, which sorry was, Lionesses but we you know we, we were tired I think everyone was tired and it was done yeah uh, there was a bit of controversy this week in that our goalkeeper who was even though she let one goal in for the most part and that was one of those ones that you knew was going to go in right she was amazing did an amazing job with the penalty uh, Nike weren't going to sell her shirt 
Why not? They decided they were no, no interest. She called them out. They are now in the middle of producing a version of her shirt. Good for her. Finally, podcast. Uh, Handsome is Fortune Themester Tignataro and May, May Martin. Uh-huh. Uh, three uh, butch lesbians. Uh-huh. Uh, they've got a podcast. It's very cute and funny. So is it them just discussing? Just discussing stuff. You know, they, they, someone wants you a topic. But I actually want to really actually call out the Jay Fran Show, which is a indie podcast. And it is a guy. He just, uh, just a guy. He's very sweet. We've, we've chatted a little bit. Uh, he, he talks about entertainment. He gets people on in the industry. And they just have a chat. Really good. Really engaging. He's got a great, great man great buzz about him but also just has some really great people on so everyone give that a listen well I have two shout outs for friends of the podcast to one Mr. Aaron and to one Mr. Daniel thank you for teaching me so much this week with our conversations <laughs> we'll just leave it at that <laughs> I was told how young we were and um, how we need to learn a little bit on one topic so there we go <laughs> and lovely yes Daniel, that may have been the culture for us, but what has been making the impact for everyone else? We check the feeds, test the moods, and the temperatures, possibly, and answer the question, what is gay culture? Well, what's gay culture for me now is I forgot while we're taking our pee break to recharge my glass. Well, but, yeah. <laughs> Daniel, did you want to go first, or should I go first? Well, it depends on uh, order. Maybe it might make sense for me to go first, actually. Let's have a look. Actually, no. Actually, I'm oh, going to no. go first very okay. quick. No, because I think your one's a more interesting one. Okay. Actually, no, I think mine is very interesting. Uh, but I like your one. Oh, oh, okay. So, a security guard at a Taylor Swift concert yes. got fired. Now, the story is... I was going to say, and there is quite a story with this one. Well, they were, they were big Swifties. Yes, they were. They were big. They got a... They actually took on the job because they wanted to be at the concert. Yes. As someone who has also done that before in their life, I understand what we're talking about. But they were near the front, realised that they were basically next to Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. They had a video taken on them that went viral of them singing along which multiple security guards had mm-hmm. so he decided though to hand out bits of paper yes that said hey can you take a photo of me with Taylor's near me mm-hmm. and that kind of got him fired because essentially it was like that's not kind of why you're here your job is to provide security so Daniel yes how do you feel about this? So, I'm going to take the stance of, you know, I worked security for a musical festival once. Yeah. I met Sheryl Crow. I met Darius Rocker. Sheryl Crow is, like, short. Yes. Short she a bitch? No, she, she's lovely. Alison Krauss, who I also That was the bitch. That was is a bitch. bitch. Yeah, I mean, she is a total bitch. But, you know, so I was working security and, you know, little Sheryl Crow, little five-nothing... That she was was very lovely, but my job as a security guard for that festival was to man the gate. I couldn't let people through. I had a job to provide. What security. gate? Can I ask? It was a side gate, like side the, gate. because so the platform was on the river, and so like there was a side entrance, yeah. and so like I was. So at, you weren't main gate. No. no. So I was at the side entrance, and I could see everything that was going on, but I could not let anyone pass that gate unless they had a badge, essentially, yeah. like. It was not rocket science security stuff. Essentially, I got into the concert for free. It was lovely. It was yeah. wonderful. But that being said, my job was to be security. It was not to be filmed dancing, which is what this guy was sort of Well, he doing. got filmed. So the, the, my thing is, yeah, he got... Uh, there, there's been a couple of... Uh, let's face it, a lot yeah. of people... And I, I knew people in England that like would... like they, their, their Saturday job mm-hmm. was security for soccer games. Right. So they didn't get to see much of them, but they were there. They had the atmosphere. And they knew it. So you can't stop anyone... If I was at a Taylor Swift concert, the chance of me not singing along to something... Rare, rare. And, they, and a couple of them did, and it was all good. But the fact was he got fired for actually requesting his photo be taken because he couldn't get his phone out. Mm-hmm. I, It may seem kind of petty, and I think, yes, I think maybe a warning, but at the same time is... But there's been was... a spate of these attacks on stage as well. Right, but he was also only doing security for a set of, like, what, four shows? Yes. 
So it's just like, it's not like he was following to the next location. Yes, yeah. uh, but that the actual just, company were just, like just throwing this out there. Just throwing this out there. I'm a little bit so. My attitude is, you know, I'm not very photo heavy. You're not. And also, it's like it takes me so much energy when someone takes a photo of themselves going going for a run. I'm like, no, you're not going for a run. You're taking a photo of your fucking self. If you're going for a run, you don't have time to take a photo of yourself. Right. You and I are very similar. You know, like <laughs> you're the least photogenic person, and I'm like number two. Yeah. Like, there we go. I'm not. I I take one. I took a photo of myself with the mic in front of me, and I'm like, that came out well. That's been used as this, <laughs> and that was it. You know, <laughs> I get it. I and I feel this whole. And yeah, we have this attitude in our group chats, don't we? Like, oh, well, Pixar didn't happen. No, it did happen. I just wasn't. I couldn't take a photo exactly. of it. Exactly. Then if you take a photo, someone goes, well, they caught you. I'm like, ma'am. Well, I think part of it though was the fact that he was very prolific and was just like passing out the pieces of paper beforehand, like take a photo yeah take a, but it was also he took a video of himself too like that I know there or was a, someone took a video someone, of him. someone did yeah. that and I think but that I think that would have been fine had he not put the photos out but I think then right. there was sort of concern of that he put these photos out and they're like well had you asked for the video be, be taken yeah it's like use your brain yeah it was it was very much one of these like I could be more personally lenient like oh, here's a photograph and Taylor Swift happens to be in the background because I'm working security as opposed to, here are all these pieces of paper, like, I'm going to be at this location, like, please take a but also, video photo. I, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Daniel and I are sitting here and it's like the ship going over in Independence Day at this point in time. Uh, we're looking at it going over and going, how much wine do we have that's going to survive us till when Daniel has to go home and have to walk the dog? Right. I think we're in for brainstorms tonight. But yeah, that's about I, it. I, I think so too. Yeah. But no, I, I kind of feel, I feel bad for him. I think he mm. was done out of a, a good place in his heart. But I also feel like, use your brain. Yeah, yeah. And my, I, my culture is just, use your brain. I think your culture of using the brain is fine. I think it's absolutely fine. But Daniel, what's your culture? Well, I, my culture is the fact that this is the summer of women. I've called it. This is the summer of women. In fact, three women have saved the American economy. We've hinted about this a few weeks ago. We have hinted. But we're going to give you some stats, some figures, and give you a little bit to think about. I like numbers. Yes. So, first up, Barbie movie, as of this week, has grossed at least a billion dollars worldwide. Billion. Mm-hmm. Billion with a B. But... Just so you know, the woke cause has no legs. Exactly. Exactly. Also, one Miss Taylor Swift, going back to that, with her Eras tour, has sold $1 billion in tickets, but has also generated $4.6 billion in local economies that have been uh, hosts to the actual show. Because when you go somewhere, you eat somewhere. You have to get a hotel if you're there. You have to have transportation. So $4.6 billion dollars. If you go to Boston apparently you pay ten dollars minimum for a coffee. Right. And then to put that in perspective, so Taylor Swift has done a billion dollars. Yeah. But Beyonce by October is expected to do two billion dollars alone in ticket sales for the Renaissance tour. So essentially think that she is going to double the economic impact that Taylor Swift is doing. So, so nine billion dollars in the economy. Is there a man that gener- is there a male artist that generates that level of excitement at the moment? No. This is why I'm saying it is the women of the, this is the summer of the women. Yeah. The I'm trying to think, but there's not but even just this summer, but generally I cannot think of someone it's not like in my head I'm going, Oh, cause so and so's not touring this year. I don't think that Michael the, Jackson or Elton John has had this impact. Actually, do you know what? I think maybe not Elton at that level, uh-huh. but I feel because it was Elton's farewell, and yes. also knowing that it's my parents who went to it, right. and they have, let's face it, the boomers, mum and dad, I love you, I know you're not boomer boomers, but you are boomers, um, have the disposable incomes to end all disposable incomes. Right. I know that they do, but Elton probably would be the only male artist right now that is generating that level of excitement, because mm-hmm. he, he did. Mm-hmm. But like the only other person is like Ed Sheeran, real? Um, I don't know that. Because you know he makes the most money out of his own concerts. Does he? Because it's only him and a guitar. Uh, he's not paying anyone. Yeah. 
But no, it is the women at the moment. And it, it, Daniel, it's been like this for a couple of years now. Not not diminishing, oh, yeah. but it's been the same cycle. Or is it? It's um, it's Gaga or Pink. They they, they alternate, yeah. but then it's Beyonce and it's Taylor. Yeah, it's it's four women mm-hmm. who are literally dominating. Well, and now there's a third with Barbie, and they've literally saved the United States from recession. Literally saved the U.S. from recession with what they're generating. Like, my God, you know? Someone this week was talking about the Eras Tour mm-hmm. and saying, when did Taylor become this person? Like, I think they, she's been this person. They said it was COVID that did this because actually it, they everyone plastered Taylor as this manufactured, like, to use Dolly's line, backwards Barbie. And actually, during the COVID, she proved herself that she was the one that was writing and producing this music. And actually, the reason this tour has been so successful is because people have upped their respect for her and realised, actually, it's not just some manufactured group that's up there. It's not... I'm going to say it. Mm, Okay. We're not talking Big Little Town. No. No, she's not that. But I would say this, like... I got a lot of respect for Taylor on her reputation tour, which I saw in Chicago. 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 It was the night that she came out for LGBTQ rights. It was also the night of a rainstorm, and she stood on stage and played piano and guitar by herself with no one else to the entire crowd. Like, she has respect for the fans. I'm just going to say it. Like, I think this has been, like, you know, growing with the Swifties, like, so to speak. I think it's taken a, like... And we're going to discuss this in a couple of weeks because obviously we've got the 1989 re-release coming out yeah, and we've, also, coming, we, we've had multiple discussions about it. But I do, I, I actually did get that point though that I do mm-hmm. think that with her, that her, she's she was known, I knew of Taylor Swift and mm-hmm. she was just like, oh, it's Taylor Swift, this pop princess, you know, sort uh-huh. of thing. But even as someone who loved her from 1989 because mm-hmm. I mean no, one before Red was before Red yeah, yeah Red. so I remember again we, we're going to do a whole Taylor Swift like episode uh, very soon but I remember when I first came to New York and I went to see the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade with my friend Emma uh-huh. and I walked out into Times Square for the first time the first thing mm-hmm. I was saw was a billboard for the Ellen DeGeneres show uh-huh. and a billboard for Red and I remember that being big and like we knew of Taylor we knew the single with like uh, we will never ever get back together it was right, big right. but I feel that since 1989 she's built and I feel that when she released two solid albums and let's face it she she's like Folklore and Evermore Nevermore solid. great she, had a, she, Evermore. she worked and worked and worked yeah. and worked and worked and worked but I feel now people are transitioning with her and she 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 was big but she's her feet are in the ground now yes and I think that she is at a point and like you came in tonight I was listening to Midnight mm-hmm. that album is dark it's 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 not the ha- it's got some funny lines but it's not a happy album is it but I think it's fine that it's not happy like I think that's a, that she's willing to be vulnerable to but do the unhappy. when you do an unhappy album that's mm. saying something of you well she was also breaking with Joe at the time so but that's what it says about her that she is there and I'm, I'm, I feel that this is a summer of women that we have we have got this with her and mm-hmm. she's now she's doing it and Barbie's just like, but uh, they're going to release it on IMAX now. They've got an extra mm-hmm. scene at the end they're going to add in, apparently, like in the credits. I've, I I've don't know what it's going to be because I know there was a planned scene of Midge giving birth, but mm. that, that never got filmed. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting that this this year that there's been so much about women and I'm like, I don't like this is summer of women. It shouldn't be the summer of women. It should be just the summer that happened to be that women were leading it. Mm-hmm. But with that, there are the Women's World Cup. But I'm going to poke you on this. Do you think oh, that... Well, <laughs> stop. Anyways, so I'm going to poke you on this. Do you think that it's because of COVID that there's been such a success of the concerts, the tours, the films? Or yeah. Do you, or, or do you think that had COVID not happened, that there would not be that success that is for either one of these? Or can they have their merit on their own? I guess is what I'm getting at. So I, I, I'm not actually... So we live in DC. So we're in DC right now. No, no, no. So I keep looking at this fucking rain. Something's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but no, we 
I'm here for a bit. There we go. The thing is that Daniel and I are very much like we 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 spend our Friday nights recording a podcast. We're mm. not the people that kind of are like this ticket's out. We have to get it now, 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 now. I did that recently for Brett Goldstein, but that's just me. I want him to sit on my face. Uh, that's different. That's, that's different. That's but different. we're also not the the sort of queens that will like you know buy on our credit card and pay the minimum every month. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I. I feel now that there is a there is a cycle happening of at the moment it is what concert are you going to? Mm-hmm. So I do feel this bubble will burst, not because of popularity will burst, but it's concert popularity. Mm-hmm. It's like ten years ago it was um festival popularity. Oh, festival, it's it's yeah. medium, it's the medium it's yeah. delivered in. And I and I feel that like there's only so far you can you can mm-hmm. take this and I, I feel that like Taylor's eras to next one will be bigger mm-hmm. but it's uh, this is the biggest she'll get in terms of the you know that ratio between like everyone wanting it and what she's delivering yeah like she's starting to and then press. she'll yeah. and she will t- and she knows it she's not stu- and I think Beyonce oh. knows that this is the peak of it everyone's come out of COVID they're waiting for something they timed it just right right but they all know they'll go they'll go quiet I think I, I will be surprised if Beyonce doesn't tour for another three years I think Taylor May I think she is that's just who she is I think she'll have another album soon after a re-record I think she'll have another album and I'm excited for that but I think the culture at the moment is the big tours to be part of and be seen at. Right, because I mean, part of it is we haven't had one since COVID. You know, like, th- that's the thing. It's like... Is this the first big tour they've all done since COVID? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's the first big tour that they've done. And I think we're going to get there and... After this, it will, it will, it will die. It will, it will ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. I, personally, I think Beyonce knows that she's got everyone where she wants them. Mm-hmm. I am would curious about Taylor doing some acting. Oh, I would. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that one. I'm just. I'm gonna be very honest. I don't know how I feel about that one. But this is it. That I. I'm, I feel that. But yeah, as you're. As you. As you said, it is all about the women at the moment. And I'm fine with that. I'm gonna be that. I'm fine with that. Absolutely fine with that. I'm as well. So we cheers to the women. Cheers to the women. And now it's time to shut the front door. You're letting the heat out, which is what we say in England, but she's what air conditioning over here. I mean, we just talk about the stories that left us gagged and gooped, and it's all me this week. I'm so sorry. No, go for it. I know this story, and I was trying to find a place to fit it. And that's why I fit it right here. So one Miss Ariana Grande, as well as one Miss Demi Lovato and Adina Mazel have all dropped Scooter Braun. Um, as their manager. Now they're not sure, are they? Have they dropped him or the company? Um, to be determined. But I, everything I read was that they have dropped him. Him. Okay. Yeah. So I, I feel like him and company are synonymous. So we're saying drop company as well as where we're at. Um, but I'm gonna raise this little hackle right now. Do we think Miss Ariana waited until now, even though she knew about the issues that? you know, Taylor has had with Scooter Braun and that, um... I think there's a lot of it. I think they're uniting. Okay. That, that that was my question, is, like, do we think that this is, like, a redemption arc for her because she is being accused... Well, she calls it a divorce. There we go. Like, do we think that she timed this? This Like, why, didn't, she, why didn't she do it for, for months ago? I don't ago? get that stuff. I, I, I don't know. I've... Like I said, I'm cynical. So it's I'm all like, about contracts as well. I know. I think Scooter's contracts are tight. Yes, but I'm also I'm very cynical, and I'm like, did you wait until now because you've got bad PR and you're doing this? Probably. Okay, thank you. That, that's all I'm wanting. Probably. Be strategic is all I'm asking. Be strategic. So I don't have a gagged and gooped, mm-hmm. but I have a side gag and gooped. Okay. And I was about to say actually in a pr- previous bit, I won't even edit to make it sound like it comes in a previous bit. Okay. Taylor. You know, had issues with her security guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but did you know that she did you, did you see the video of her shouting at, at a security guard? No. And she was singing. I think it was Bad Blood. Uh-huh. And she noticed a security guard pushing one of her fans, and she went, "They've not." Done, and she's there halfway through it, going, "You, they have not done anything. Leave them alone." Oh. And she goes back and goes, "Stop it! Get away from them." 
So my gag and goop is Taylor Swift actually noticed all from the stage. She sees it all. She sees all. She sees all. She knows all. And you have a word of the week as well. I do have a word of the week. I was very intrigued by this word. I um, am as well, actually. I saw it on a list. It's called Kalon. Kalon. It's English, apparently. Kalon. 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 Yes. So anyways, it is beauty that is more than skin deep. So you want a person that is Kalon. It has a beautiful soul. Thank you. Yeah, go. That's not me. I know it's not you. <laughs> I, on that note, have my petticoat lane. Oh, yeah. That's all you do. Can you stop sending me fucking videos of Americans getting confused by British words? Not you. I, I know it's not me. And but I, all I get on this room is, hey, this is so funny. It's not. It's very xenophobic, actually. Just stop it. We get it. Our words are different. It's called like language. So, honey, haha, joke's over. I've been here eight years now. I get it. We say crisps, you say chips. I was going to say, you add U's and E's everywhere. but We do. We add U's and E's everywhere. You know, we say freedom, you say privilege. It's different <laughs> things. And that's all. But they all mean the same. same thing. <laughs> and on that note, Daniel, do you think we've covered everything? Darling, we have barely set the agenda. Cheers. Cheers. You've been listening to Bitches With Beards. I've been Max. And I'm Daniel. A big thanks to you all for tuning in and giving us a listen. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Please remember that only a mother could love our views and opinions. They reflect us and no one else. All music and clips are used under fair use. We'll see you next week, unless we're cancelled. Cheers. Cheers.